Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have the privilege of having the cash flow coach on. And I'm excited about this one because I've seen some of the tips that she shared on her page on LinkedIn that I think would be great for those that are business owners, those that are entrepreneurs and business leaders of a business that you may not own. So welcome to the show, Jan. Hi, Cheryl. Great to be here. Absolutely. So Jan, can you tell us a little bit about your background and kind of how you got to the title of cash flow coach? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, well, Previously, I um, well, I've I've had quite a long career. You can probably tell that by my age. So, I my career started in the UK. I, I actually got expelled from school, um, and I went to work in an office in the accounts department, which is exactly what my mum did. So, I thought that's what everyone did. <laughs> and slowly, I got I got involved to, with um, with accounts receivable, and. Um, and I worked for, uh, at one stage, I worked for a very inspiring man um, and I dedicated my book to him, actually. Um, and he told me that um, people pay people they like. And I think that stayed with me throughout my career in accounts receivable and credit control. And so I worked in that area in the UK until I was about 40. And then I came to Australia and after a couple of years, I saw that there was um, a gap in the market. There were large corporate businesses that, were, that couldn't find the right people to work in their accounts receivable credit control departments. And so um, because I understood the skills that were needed, I started a recruitment business in that area. And um, in my first year of business, I just worked with one large company and that's a big mistake, but that's another story. But what happened there was I didn't really know how to run a business. Like most people who start a business, you don't really know. And, um, and so I didn't want to really, I thought I might upset my customer, my one customer by asking for payments. So I didn't ask. Oh, wow. And then as time went, yeah, I know. I didn't ask at all. And with my background, you think, oh, how could she do that? But anyway, I was so focused on, I knew that in business you had to make sales. And so I was so focused on selling my customer the next thing that they wanted, you know, the next person that they were trying to hire, that I didn't ask for payment. And then sort of almost overnight, that business was taken over by another business and they froze the bank account while they integrated the two companies together. And so, yeah, my customer couldn't pay even if they wanted to. Anyway, I was very lucky, actually. I got paid in a couple of weeks. And that, but that really, that scare that I, because I thought I was actually going to lose my business. I, they owed me $100,000. And, you know, when you start a business, you know, that's about all you've got. Well, that's certainly all I had. So if they hadn't paid, my business would have folded up. Wow. And so it taught me a really big lesson. And I, so I decided that I needed to have a system, a process in the company that made sure that every invoice that we sent out, we got paid within terms. And so I put together a little five-step process and 
I put it together, it was a really simple process. It was something that my part-time accounts, my part-time administration, um, administration person could do because, you know, I was out there, I was the main salesperson at the time. So I put together this five-step process and um, to cut a long story short, the business grew. Um, I ended up with, um, um, with three offices uh, in the city uh, wow. in different areas. And a turnover of about twelve million dollars, um, and I and I and it was very very profitable, and uh, and then I was approached to sell it. So after fifteen years, I did sell it. I hope this isn't too long a story. No, you're perfectly <laughs> um, fine. But <laughs> so I did sell it, and um, and and because I I, can't, I originally come from Europe, I wanted to spend more time in Europe, and so. Since I sold the business, which was about 10 years ago, my partner and I have lived in France for the, for, in the summer months for, um, you know, for the last 10 years. So we've been able to do that. And so the reason I started this business was because after I'd sold the business and I was sitting in the south of France um, thinking how fortunate I was to be doing this, so I... I came to realise that only 4% of business owners ever get the opportunity to sell their business. And the main reason is because of their cash flow and their profit. So their cash flow isn't strong enough and consequently their, their profit isn't big enough for someone to want to buy the, the business. And... So I went, I dug a bit deeper and I found out that the cash flow wasn't good enough because 60% of all invoices were paid late. And I thought, oh, well, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, that simple five-step system that I put in place in my own recruitment company is really just a customer service little system and my part-time administrator could run it. And so... Why don't I update all of that? I put it into a book, as you know. I put the steps into a book. And then, um, and then I've also got a, a, a master plan. A master plan. A master class. <laughs> a master class. So I, I teach people um, how to get paid really quickly and easily um, in 30 days or less. Um, so that's how it all happened. That's how it came about. I, I, I thought that the thought of small, so many small business owners working really hard, and I know they do because I've done it myself, but to not be able to get out of it what they want, you know, a good lifestyle for them and their family, um, to leave a legacy perhaps or to sell it and fund their retirement, which is really what I've done. Um, I thought that's... You know, we can easily fix that. And that, so that's why, that's why I do what I do. Mm. Wow. I think that is quite the, quite, quite the story and the journey that you've been on. And, and I will say I, I can definitely relate to that, that, that running into cash flow issues. Because even when I worked for General Electric and I was um, the finance leader for one of their smaller businesses, um, 
when we sold off like the GE Capital and then it was like, okay, all of the business have to monitor their own cash flow because they were selling off GE Capital. And we then started realizing like, wow, we were taking it for granted. Customers were paying us, but what we were finding is they were not paying to terms. So that's a very, very impactful thing. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And, um, and you know, there are, I've gathered lots of statistics, um, you know, since then. And, you know, generally speaking, it's not because if you choose your customers well, which I'm sure GA did, <laughs> if you choose the, your customers well, um, so you select customers that can pay and will pay, then if they're not paying on time, there's, there's generally a very tiny, resolvable reason. And that's really what, what I teach, how to... Um, how to make sure there's as little reasons as possible for people not to pay and then to find out quickly if there is a reason why your invoice is stuck or why it's not going to be paid on time. So, yeah, and it's a, as I say, it's a, it's a customer service based thing. So um, an admin person can do it really easily. Wow. So do you find that um, companies tend to have pretty much the same kind of common mistakes or common shortfalls as to why they're not able to collect? Yes, absolutely. All right, well, I'll give you, a, I'll give you one of my famous statistics <laughs> to illustrate that. And that is from a survey um, by TermSync um, just a couple of years ago, almost half, so 49% of all invoices that were sent out globally had some sort of error. They went wow. to, I know, the wrong person, the wrong place. They had a calculation error. They were missing the order number. They were just some tiny, tiny little issue. Um, but, but that's what need, people need to, they need to check. Is my invoice right? Is it exactly what you wanted to see? Yeah. So, so you know, the beginning of that is finding out up front um, how your customer wants to um what what they need on their invoice and who it needs to go to and where it needs to go etc it's really easy stuff you know um i think one of the the biggest challenges i find is that that um that small business owners don't know what to say they think they might upset upset their customer by talking about their invoice and that's a sort of bit of a myth really and so I do a lot of teaching people what, what to say, what not to say, how to say it, when to say it. Um, so it, it actually builds the relationship. I, I have to say what, what happened in my own business was that um, because we had this customer service process and we got to tweak it over the 15 years, but it actually it actually benefited us in many more ways than just getting paid by the due date. We actually built stronger relationships with our customers. They loved the sort of the service because anything to do with invoices, we disguise as customer service. You know, we asked about them first before we asked about our invoice. <laughs> so, um, so we had... Yeah, the, we built the relationships and then the business grew on a lot of repeat business 
and a lot of referrals. And so that's another reason why it became so profitable. Okay. So now another thing I wanted to talk about were the videos that I've seen you post on LinkedIn, uh, where you get share tips and different ideas. And you also mentioned the masterclass. So I, I wanted to know where can people find that or, you know, find out information about that if they wanted to join your masterclass or to okay. watch your videos? Okay. Well, certainly they can, um, the, the, the video set that I've just been doing recently is the 30 days. Um, and I think, so they're, they're all on, um, all on LinkedIn. People can easily access those. Um, they might need, to, I don't know, I don't think they need to even connect with me, but connect with me, you know, that'd be nice. My <laughs> masterclass, my masterclass, I'm actually just rewriting. I'm, I'm just doing version two, and I hope it will be ready by the end of, um, by the end of June. And um, so I'm going to run it a, a little bit differently. So originally the masterclass was self-paced. So... Um, so people just did it in their own time. But I think I've realised over the last couple of years that people, people appreciate it more if they work with me. Okay. And so because I've worked, yeah, I've worked with some companies um, just one-on-one -on -one, and I think that works better. I think they, they get a better result. And so I've decided to reinvent the masterclass, if you, know, if you understand what I mean, and, and then work together with groups of people. Yeah, so hopefully that'll be ready in June. But again, I'll announce that on, on LinkedIn um, and on Facebook when it's ready. So okay. I'll be looking for, for people who would like to um, be in the beta group. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then also the title of the book and where can people find it? Oh, okay. Well, the title of the book is um, Get Paid. And um, it's on Amazon in every country. And it's got a picture of me on the front. <laughs> so, um, and, and look, the, the strategy in the book, Get Paid, is more or less exactly what I teach in my masterclass. So everything is there. And if people want to know something, I might have, if they've got a question, I'm happy for them to ask me on LinkedIn. I just would like to, for every small business owner to, to have a profitable business um, and get the rewards from working really hard. So that's what I'm all about. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then before we go, one of the questions that I ask all the guests that come on um, is, what is one piece of wisdom that you have learned in the process of building and running your business that you'd like to share? I think it, I think it would be um, what I said at the beginning, which is as much as people buy from people they like, people also pay people they like and they pay them first. And so by build, if you build a relationship with your customer in a customer service-centric way, then your payment is much more likely to go to the top of the pile. Yeah, I think that's be my, um, be my top pick. Awesome, awesome. Well, Ms. Jan, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, we'll definitely include the link so people can get a copy of the book. Um, and then we'll also um, 
look out for your look out for when you release that new master class um and we'll definitely keep an eye on all the videos and the the success that you're having with your business so thank you so much for being on the show and that concludes another episode of the business talk library thank you so much for tuning in you can connect with us on any social media platform instagram at business talk library linkedin you can follow the business talk library hashtag you can also connect with us on facebook and youtube searching for business talk library if there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on on the show feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them remember keep it simple